Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. For all you Loyal Hacker Nation listeners, you know I love you guys. Thank you so much for continuing to listen, subscribe to the show. It's because of you, Newsflash. We just got picked up by iHeartRadio, which has over one million listeners per day. So thank you guys so much for continuing to tell your friends and your family and spreading across social media about Success Hackers. Again, thank you so, so much. If you haven't yet listened to the last episode, make sure to go back and listen because we had Mr. John Lame on the program. And John runs a super successful financial services business. He's been doing it for over 15 years. And he actually shared some very unique strategies he's actually used to build and operate this company. So again, if you want to listen to that, make sure to check out my interview with John Lame. Today's Success Hackers podcast is brought to you by IWantMoreLeads.net. If you're looking to grow your leads for your business, check out the free brand new video on how to generate all the leads your business can handle. Just go to IWantMoreLeads. That's IWantMoreLeads.net. Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. We're about to chat with someone who has built multiple, that's right, multiple seven and eight-figure businesses, and he's a proud father of seven kids and one beautiful wife. I cannot wait to talk to him, not only about all these strategies, but about time management and how he does what he does to continue to build these massively successful businesses. Today, our featured guest is Mr. Ed O'Keefe. Ed, are you ready to rock? <laughs> yes, Scott. Let's, let's do this, man. Let's do it. Let's rock it out. <laughs> Entrepreneur, best-selling author, and most importantly, father of seven. By the way, all under the age of 12, Ed O'Keefe has gone from being dead broke to cracking the code of starting and taking multiple businesses from zero to multiple seven and even eight figures. He's the creator and founder of a dental coaching company and top-selling brands such as Marine D3 Supplements. He works with entrepreneurs, helping them take their businesses to seven and eight figures through the use of multiple media channels. He is also the author of The Art of Time Collapsing, How to Get What You Want Much Faster Than You Ever Thought, a book that I just ordered myself, actually, and I cannot wait to read it. And he's also the host of an online TV show called The Ed O'Keefe Show, Going Behind the Scenes of Greatness. Ed, welcome to Success Hackers, man. It's great to have you on the show. Yeah. Hi, Scott. Hi, hi everyone. I'm stoked to be here. Well, first off, seven kids. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> amazing. My wife and I are actually trying to have our first Awesome. I cannot even imagine seven. So I'm assuming that being very deliberate and productive with your time is one of the most important aspects of your day. Assuming I am successful at this, what does my life look like, right? Because you and I and everybody listening to this have the t- there's there's in the world we live in today there's everything you need to know is available almost for free. Right. And then the distinction, so I talk about how time collapsers don't look for more information, they look for distinctions. Right. It's like, you know, in, in my book, I talk about how for four and a half, five years after college, when I was trying to be an entrepreneur, I was dead broke. But why, why was that? I was, 
I was, uh, I was being positive. I was visualizing my goals. I was, you know, saying my affirmations. I was trying to surround myself with better, higher people, income earners. I was doing all those things, yet I was still broke. And, um, so then, so then the next thing is you have to have skill set acquisition. So what's your limiting skill set gap that is preventing you from doing it? And then you all of a sudden become successful at something and you wake up and you're like, Oh my gosh, this is a, this, I, this is the life I don't want. I'm trapped in all these different ways and I'm busier than ever. And I thought this was going to be where I was happy. Life is about that process. At that time, I was just trying to figure out a way to make money and then do it successfully and to do it. Like I knew, I knew, um, Scott, that I wanted to do something highly leveraged, like using direct response marketing, using internet marketing, or using direct mail, where you you do it right once, and then it can replicate hundreds or tens of thousands of times. So for me, I knew that had to be the framework. So that's a positive directional move, right? Hmm. And then... And then, so I think, you know, like, now, like, if you look in criteria of, like, well, okay, if I know my skill sets, and I know the direction I need to improve, then I just got to work that process... Then, you know, you and I were talking before we got on the call. Then, then the, the next question becomes is what, uh, what do I want this thing to look like when I win? Right. Because only you can determine, like, you're the only one who's going to make a choice whether or not you win or not. Like, winning is, is inevitable. It's just a matter of you getting there. I love that. Speaking of what you just shared, let, let's, let's go back a few years, uh, briefly. Talk about the dental consulting or coaching business you started. And then you turn it. You said you went from basically being broke to a seven-figure business. I, I think I read somewhere Pretty that rapidly, you, yeah. yeah, I was going to say. I think I read somewhere that you really didn't even know anything about the business of dentistry. Yet you started consulting dentists. Why dentists? Yeah. And what did you consult them on? Was it was it kind of a one-on-one sort of a coaching thing, or was it? Did you focus on helping dentists do one thing and then create yeah. a product around that? Yeah. Kind of, okay. I'll give you kind of the. the so before that. Okay, I'll, I'll give everybody like the like. Let me take you even back a few years prior because it sets the stage a little bit more. I I had played volleyball in college. I got my nursing degree. I came home, told my parents I wasn't going into nursing. I'm the twelfth of thirteen kids. I was the first one to graduate from college, and then to come home and say, "No, I'm not going to go do that." That didn't really go over well in a blue collar <laughs> family where you know we were taught, you know, get with a, a thing, stay with it yeah. your whole life, and then retire. And so I went out on this journey of being an entrepreneur, right? And so during that time frame, the, the coolest thing about being broke was at least I understood one, one baseline framework, which is I know this is going to be about me learning and surrounding myself with people smarter than me. So I attended like every seminar I possibly could attend. And back then, like, so I went to like a Tony Robbins event and he was doing things with people on stage, curing phobias, helping people with breakthroughs. And I was at the, at that early age, like 23, 24, 25, I thought I was going to be like a motivational. I thought I was going to be yeah. like next Jack Canfield, next yeah. Tony Robbins. Right. <laughs> so I went out and learned NLP. I learned hypnosis. I studied everything on change work. Um, and you know, I, I was broke, you know, I wrote a book, I wrote a manual. And then the first thing that flipped my switch was when I, um, I listened to uh, uh, an audio tape, and I remember the day I had enough money to, it was like $697, I had enough money to actually buy it. It was like a really profound experience. I bought it. And the guy said, the first thing he said was, you know, your your income is directly correlated to your ability to write sales copy. And so everybody listening to this can like fill that blank. Actually, I would ask everybody, be like, what is your income directly correlated to? And in whatever that blank is, 
when I when he said sales copy, like write copy, like so you can do direct mail or online yep. print, I bought into that, and I was like, okay, so I the next you know two years I just deep dove into um, direct response copywriting. You know, I studied uh, Jeff Paul, Dan Kennedy, Gary Halbert, Gary Benzavenga, all these guys, and I would do the whole you know wake up at seven a.m., go to the coffee shop, handwrite every sales letter. And what I started doing is um, the next thing I learned was, well, you could take what you know and put it in print and sell it not as a book but as a manual. And manuals get um, a higher perceived value. And then you make a, a you know a game plan or a system out of it. Right. So I, so I took everything I was learning from NLP and you know cognitive training, and I created like this thing called the uh, I don't know what even I called it like the mental toughness guide for athletes. Right. And so what happened was pretty quickly is I started putting that online and I made sales. Now, the, the, within the next year, I think my company made $80,000, which I think that still means I lost money. Uh, but here's the thing. And this is what I want everyone to understand. That year and a half was probably the most important years because I was learning the skill sets of writing copy, learning how to write ads and direct, you know, drive them to a website, use direct mail. And I was, you know, I learned how to stuff envelopes, all that stuff. Hmm. So one night I was sitting in my um, apartment and an email came across my my uh, in my inbox and it was selling a software for like ninety nine bucks a month and this is this is before continuity even existed right like continuity like the way we like at membership sites no one knew what that was right and these guys were selling this thing for like ninety nine bucks a month and I was like oh my gosh I literally pushed myself away from the desk and I'm like I am in the wrong business. Here I am trying to sell thirty nine dollar um, e books and things to coaches who have no money, and so that was kind of the first punch in the face. Where I was like, I am in the wrong market, selling the wrong things, or no, I not. And so anyhow, so I approached these guys and I said, Look, can I work for you guys for free? They're like, No, and then they go, Well, you can license the rights to sell some of our materials. So I did that, and I chose the dental market to go all the way around to your question. Um, because it was a white collar market, there was a lot of them. There was a they were they were uh, placing ads in the yellow pages, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, they had money, right? So yeah. they needed it. They were doing it, and they wanted it. Where we got really niched was, you know, we had a licensing uh, manual and marketing materials that we provided for dental implant doctors, and that was one of the more successful businesses within that because. Um, we charged a lot for it, and it, it it worked. So they got they got patients and stuff like that. So that's that's mm. kind of um, that's that's a good overview, I think, of that business. So I, want, I do want to shift gears. I want to talk to you about the art of the time collapsing, which is not only obviously the title of your book, like you mentioned, but I also know that you have an event that you're putting on around this subject. What actually is the art of time collapsing, yeah, and yeah. <clears throat> why is it important for entrepreneurs to embody this philosophy? Well, I mean, I think the base, the basic component of like time collapsing is the, the art and like the process of speeding success up. And, uh, I've been around a lot of high level athletes. I've coached for 20 years in volleyball. I've brought teams to the national championships. I've mentored, uh, pro and, uh, national level athletes. And then when I, uh, in business, I'm a professional modeler. Like what I do is I don't like, and so, so one of the things that we have to do is we got to get a couple things. Uh, like understood, right? So let me just share a couple operating ways to view the world. Number one is the, the traditional world wants you to take the steps to success. Like, like, do, you know, uh, take, you know, the stairways to success. First you do this, then you do that, whatever. 
time collapsers leapfrog to the top. And we, we, we then systematically build from that frame of reference. And what I mean by that is all like Robert Ringer wrote in his book, winning through intimidation. I think it was in like 1978. Um, he said, you know, all the, everybody who you are going to compete with are taking the step ladders to success. So if you're taking the step ladder to success and 97% of the population is doing that, it's crowded there. However, if you just mentally jump to the top, and so what he says in his book is like you have no moral right or obligation to work your way through the ranks. At any point in time, you could jump to the top of any market or profession or endeavor. Now, he says if you don't fulfill what you claim you can do, you will get harshly knocked back down. But one, the opposite of crowded through the, when you're working yourself through the ranks is, uh, at the top, it's not crowded. The circles are small. Mm-hmm. So you need to be thinking of like, so one of the things we do like in our academies, in our masterminds, in our trainings, a lot of times what I'll do is say, um, I, I do a lot of like domino questions where I'll go like, you know, all right. So if in three years we were having a conversation and you were here, who's the one person that would allow you to experience this success in three months or six months that if they supported you and helped you and guided you or they promoted you, you'd be there tomorrow, like conceptually. Right. And so like for me with my books, well, it's very, it's very uh, obvious to me. It's uh, Tim Ferriss. His, his blog would, would make my book Mm. (laughs) uh, pretty darn everywhere. Mm -hmm. And Oprah, like, I mean, let's look at the two media moguls. Right. And so if that's true, then what would be like, how do I back up a little bit and create value for those people either directly or indirectly so that, um, we accelerate the process of me getting to that place. And then I do the same thing with the skill sets. Like, so what's the number one skill set that if mastered or acquired would get us there in three months, not three years. And then what is, you know, so we, we do a lot of this type of future paced thinking, but then shrinking it back down. Will you only, can do that if you're already at the top and reframing your strategy based on already being there. So I, I've already had the conversation with Oprah. I've already, uh, I, I do actually know, I know Tim, so I've already had the conversation with him, at least in my mind of how easy it's going to be to be on his show. So those things need to be, you know, that's where the visualization and future projection and, and affirmations and like some of those things really do work. But then where, where I think Time collapsing differentiates, and, and I was blessed to study under so many masters at so many things. Um, this is the book that actually puts things together, uh, all from the self-help, personal development side to the strategical um, side of business and I'm, I'm making money, and then also how to train your unconscious mind, re- rewire old patterns, and then I have a whole section on meaning uh, mean, what I mean by that is we talk about like living your life with, with doing stuff that you're not pushing off till you're retired to do, but build a life that even if it doesn't work perfectly, you're freaking happy that you did it the way you wanted to do it. And, um, you know, Seth Godin said recently in an interview, he said, go create something amazing that three people would fall in love with. If three people would fall in love with it, 
there's a million people out there that would also fall in love with, you know. That's kind of like what's the, the kind of the, some of the premises of what time collapsing is. It's basically, t- it's a mind, it sounds like it's not only a skill set. So you're, it's just a recap. You got to be at the top of your game. You got to know who you are and who you serve, right? So you, you have the, you're on a track that you believe in. A passion, a purpose, a business that you believe in. But you're saying, what if I heard you correctly, rather than saying, okay, let's look three years out and let's, I'm just making numbers up. We want to hypothetically be in three years. We want to be a million dollars in revenue. Again, we got the track. We have our passion. We're good at what we do. But you're saying, let's not look at it three years out. Let's look at it at three months out. Not necessarily to hit the revenue goal in three months, but if we were at the million dollars in revenue mark, who is it that we would have to touch base with, talk to, course to take, or someone else to help promote us in order to get the right uh, to get the right mindset going? Is that what I heard? Yeah. More importantly, is like what what would need to happen. So you go out to three years. The reason you go out to three years, or five years, or one year, or ten years, however framework you want to use time. The reason we do that is because all your perceived limitations, expenses, scarcities, all, everything's held in the present moment right? Because, because you're dealing with that stuff day to day. So the reason why you frame things is like after we've already accomplished this dream vision goal, like after it's already happened and then you do like a 360 on like the main key things that will help you get there. Usually it's limiting skill sets, limiting resources, limiting relationships and, uh, or something you may not know. Like, so, so by simply going out there and you say, okay, here's our dream reality, you don't have any limitations. And now you're like, all right, so here's where I'm at in my business, right? We're doing a million a year. Have you ever done the math on it? You know? And so, like, in my book, we have a whole chapter called uh, Time Collapsing uh, Money. And so I walk people through the basic math of how to get to a million bucks. So if you've never even done that, then that's the first place to start. Right. You know, and then you're like, all right, so then what does my life look like? Well, for me, I'll just share a personal story. Is like the reason I left dentistry, well, there's a lot of reasons, but one reason was actually the reason I left my sports business was because I wanted a wealthy lifestyle. I wanted to live an abundant lifestyle. Okay. And so number two, the reason I left dentistry is I I knew my kids were getting older. Or no, we're going to start getting older. And what I mean by that is they, like at my, I, 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 at one point I had, I think four kids under the age of three and a half and like it was a blur and, and I didn't want to be doing seminars on the weekends. So I was like, well, let's go see if I can create a product business that I can leverage. Yeah. Meaning make sales without effort. So I, I was committed to breaking the chains of the time for effort or money for effort or money for time equations. So that was kind of, those were some of my core principles and values and goals. Cause, cause listen, Scott, there's a million ways to make a million dollars. I mean, there, it's not hard to do. People need to realize it's not that hard to do. You just gotta get, you gotta know what you want your life to look like first, who you want in your life, and then build a business to support that. I knew those things. And so like when we're coaching people or whatever, I, I'm giving advice. I'm always like, well, what do you want to do, man? What do you want your life to look like? Well, I want to be married. I want to have these kids. I want to, I want to say, if my wife says to me, Hey, it's noon, you want to go to lunch? I want to say, yeah, like I have no, no, I have no obligations to my schedule. Like, so for now, I, nothing gets scheduled before 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. So I wake up to put my kids, I do whatever needs to happen to help the kids get out to school. I go spend 45 minutes by myself in a coffee shop preparing for the day. I go work out at 9 a.m. I stay there till about 10.30. I do CrossFit. 
And then I just fart around till whatever's at 11. And usually it's something like doing, getting an opportunity to be on uh, a great show like yours yeah. or, or I have like writing or something of high value for the next 90 minutes. Mm. And then, you know, if you hit all those kind of points, everything flows after that. So if some of the listeners are like, well, that's not how I want to operate. I want to operate where I have eight consulting days, eight, eight consulting slots being filled. Cool, man. Yeah. So what would you need to know how to do? Usually it's, it's a different skill set. I love how you structure it like that. And, and I, lo- I also love how you set the framework of how you want your life to be. Yes. That's then the, the business filters yeah. into that. So what I always look at when people get stuck, like, okay, I'll, I'll share it with you a simple frame of reference, right? So mo- um, there's a concept, uh, there's a book about it called Left of, Left of Bang. In the entrepreneurial world and in the internet marketing or the business opportunity or the whatever businesses that we have the opportunity to do, most consultants and coaches and strategists and gurus and everybody else are focused on right of bang. They're focused on, hey, I need more leads. Okay, so here's six ways to generate leads from YouTube or LinkedIn or Facebook. And so the guy who's already in a trap that he doesn't even see goes and like works his butt off, studies another course, yet he finds himself uh, just as frustrated as he was six months prior when he thought he needed leads. So then he's like, well, I don't need leads. I need to, I need to go change my, my, uh, conversion rate, which those are not bad things, by the way. Like, I mean, those are good high skill set things to learn where what he needed to do was go left of bang and look at his worldview and what he really wants at a core level. And then step back and be like, you know, am I in the right market? Am I in the right business? Is the thing that I'm doing replicatable? And what I mean by that is can somebody come in and rip me off just as quickly as I am going into it? Um, do you know, like, do, will this business sustain three to four years down the road? Do these customers, are these the ones I want to put the time and effort and energy into and serving? And most guys don't go through all those questions. So they're like, wow, we have this e-commerce site that's cr- crushing it. Yet they wake up and they're like, I freaking can't stand this. I, yeah. I, I don't want to deal with Shopify. I don't want to deal with people complaining about a $9 refund. Um, but I saw that in dentistry too, man. Like when I was consulting with dentists, like most dentists don't want to be dentists. Like they, 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 they went to school. They did all this work and now they're stuck in a job that they just don't like. So, mm. um, so I spent a lot more time with clients, uh, actually how you get, how you get really good results. Cause I don't do one on ones. I do, we do our group coaching and that's very strategically designed because I want the highest maximum of leverage. And I also have a belief that, yeah, I could go into that a little bit down the road on like just my, on how people learn that people actually learn more effectively when they have multiple paradigms working in the same uh, environment. So is what I mean by that is that if, if we're in a time collapsing room and everyone agrees, okay, these are some of the rules of time collapsing. We don't chase, we attract, we don't, Take the steps to success, we leap to the top. You know, my, my, my mental, emotional, and spiritual energy does affect what is coming into my life. Like these are just basic time collapsing rules. And, uh, yeah, I believe people accelerate when they're in the right environments, you know. So long winded answer, man. Sorry, but I, yeah. I just wanted to share with you like most people, most high performers, probably everybody listening to this right now does not need a lot more information. They need, a few key distinctions to accelerate. I love that distinction. And as you know, <laughs> sure. um, 
our Hacker Nation community listens to the show for actual success hacks and strategies to help grow themselves in their business. You've already shared some great, great nuggets with us, but let's take a peek inside this course. I know you have a course that's out right now, and uh, you teach a lot of great things yeah. in terms of mindset and strategies and the time collapsing and all that. What's If we were to peek behind that curtain and you can share one success hack to someone that's listening to the show right now in their car, on the treadmill or whatever they're at, what would that be? Yeah, so let's assume you have like some of the other things. Like, so we did the three-year exercise. Exercise in the, in the book. I even talk about like the freedom question, and actually in the training we talk about it now. From it's a recording of our one of my live events where we do the freedom question, which is, wouldn't it be great? So a very easy, where I think goals hurt us sometimes is we get too rigid in the goals. Like so, it's like I I um I earn X amount of dollars by doing blank and creating value like that. Like I think Napoleon Hill had that in his book, They Can Grow Rich. And there's, it's a positive framework. I'm not going to say it's bad because that'd be silly because I, I think you got to use what works. Where I think, um, um, what I like doing is, is saying, wouldn't like the reason I like doing like what I would call flexible goals and flexible, uh, directional thinking is, uh, with the freedom question, it's in the course. Is, um, you know, wouldn't it be great if, and so like, Hey, one year from now we're sitting here, wouldn't it be great if, and then you run through all your things and it allows you to kind of just free flow. Like, wouldn't it be great if we had a chef in the house? Like seriously, to cook all our healthy meals. Wouldn't it be great if I didn't have to ever do laundry again? Wouldn't it be great if like my car got cleaned every week without me ever touching it to go get clean? Wouldn't it be great if someone else went shopping? Like these are just basic. I'm just thinking of all the household things like that my wife and I are discussing. And then you go like, well, wouldn't it be great if we had, you know, an average transaction size of, you know, 150 bucks, customer stayed with us six months. And like, so I like doing those exercises, right? So that's like a, a directional thinking, uh, exercise. Now, so what's one hack? Okay. Every single business will come down to this thing. And this is what it is online. It is your earnings per click, which means your conversion rate and transaction size have to be good enough so that you can spend money to acquire customers. Then there's that old rule. The guy or gal who could spend more than his or her competition will win. Okay? This is totally true with uh, uh, dental offices is that what is, does it cost me to acquire a new patient? So what does that mean? The conversion rate from postcard, newspaper ad, to the phone call and then getting them in the chair and them accepting treatment is the core focus before you can do anything else. Okay. So if I run a consulting or high ticket coaching business, the cost per lead all the way to like what percentage converts, what is the average ticket? And then, you know, breaking that down is the most important part of the business until nothing else matters till you figure that out. You need to know where you're at there. And then from there, you can decide, okay, is this play part an issue? And if that part's not an issue, then you can go move on to retention or adding new product lines or adding new other things. But I'll tell you, man, we grew Marine D3 from like $300,000 a month to $1.7 million a month in about four months simply by almost doubling the uh, average ticket uh, and bumping the conversion rate. Like, man, it blew me away. There was so much traffic that I never knew existed. Uh, and so I believe that there are so many of these little small leverage points 
that people don't know exist. But if you focus on that core thing, every business, man, that's where it's at. All right, Ed, we're now going to enter what we call the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you in this. Oh, you there? I like, ran- I like randomness. You should okay. come to my kitchen. It's crazy. <laughs> it's kind of like putting you on the success hacker's version of the hot seat. Whatever's the it. first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So, Ed O'Keefe, are you ready for the randomness round? I am I'm ready for the randomness round. Yes, yes, this is great. Best advice you've ever received? Uh, don't start smoking weed when you're young because you're going to want to do it the rest of your life. It's <laughs> 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 for my dad. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? I don't want to say gratitude, but it, it's probably uh, just being thankful and saying, you know, thank you, God, for what I have. And everything... Uh, Everything always comes my way. Everything always works out for me. So the meditation I've been doing a lot lately. You now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing about life and business, give your 25-year-old self? You're on the right path. You can do this uh, on your own and have um, a mentor that you implicitly trust review all the contracts you sign. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? Desire to learn and have a grit of never giving up. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? People can say uh, very little, and from their information, I could almost psychically figure out their whole life pattern. What's one book that you've read that's made an impact on your business? You threw in that on my business yeah. at the end there, which kind of which kind of flipped me up. Ready, Fire, Aim is by Michael Masterson. is one of the best books about what to focus on in a business early on and through the different stages. If you can recommend one social media tool or overall service that has that has made an impact on your business to our Hacker Nation community, what would that be? I'm going to give you two. It's totally unfair. I'm going to give you, it's called uh, iTunes Podcast App and YouTube. And I'm going to tell you why. Because YouTube, I'm literally on YouTube every day listening to interviews, just like the one we're on now, or studying whatever it is that I feel like studying uh, now. All right, Ed, you are now officially off the random this round hot seat. Awesome. (laughs) So this has been absolutely incredible. Thanks for your time and sharing all these incredible success strategies and hacks with our Hacker Nation. So where can our listeners find out more about you, your business, your course, your book, all that good stuff? Yeah. So right now we're just you know promoting the book, Time Collapsing, which is at timecollapsing.com, which you can get absolutely free. Uh, just pay shipping and handling or we're, we are on Amazon. Um, and then the second thing is um, if you like podcasts like Scott's, please join me over at Ed O'Keefe Show. Uh, and, you know, so I, I do something where one week we do an interview, the next week it's like usually behind the scenes at one of my seminars where we, uh, we teach concepts. And so, um, and if you love going to seminars, we, we're, we're starting our first seminar this October. Um, but we'll be having many, many more coming. So if you want to get trained or try us out, uh, check us out. Love to have you there. So, and uh, where can simple. they get information on the course? Well, the course is actually, it's, um, either right now time collapsing, uh, or time collapsing academy.com. Okay. And, um, and you, the, bluntly, the course is an upsell after you buy the book. So okay. right now we don't even have its own one off page. Yeah. It's, okay. It, 
We'll, we'll have to change that. But if they um, if they join us at a seminar, they get the course free. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net. That's successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Ed, along with some other really cool brand new resources we have on the site. When you're on the site, do not forget to click subscribe so that you get all these latest and greatest new podcasts. Before we end the show today, I wanted to make you aware of something. Like I mentioned earlier, everyone is always asking me, Scott, you know, how do I, how do I get more leads and how do I, you coach all these business owners and you help them grow their business, become more profitable. I want to generate more leads. How do I do that? Well, I have a brand new video. Just go to IWantMoreLeads.net. That's IWantMoreLeads.net and you'll have your hands on the three biggest lead gen mistakes most business owners make and how to fix them all. So go to IWantMoreLeads.net. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.